Hello, shiny, happy people. You must be thinking, well, this is not Vinay. That's right. Vinay is traveling out and about. Looks like he's back to his 265 days of traveling a year. But I'm stepping in for him today. And if you've heard our podcast before, which I'm sure you have, you may also recognize my voice because I've been here before. I am Pratisha and it's great to be back on the podcast. Hope everyone is doing good. Today is, all right, drum rolls. Well, you guessed it. It's a guest interview. And our guest is someone who is also no stranger to the Shiny Happy People podcast. She's been here before. But of course, a lot has happened since then. And this time, she's here to talk about something a little different. All right, all right. I'll end the suspense and I'll get right to it. It's none other than Pia Lee, the co-founder and CEO of an amazing platform called Squadify. Today, Pia has joined me to talk about the hybrid workforce. Yeah, I can almost hear some of you go nodding and say, yep, that's what we need more information on. What's going on? What's the future like? What to expect? So let me give you a quick intro about Pia before we bring her on. Pia began her career as a teacher and she has spent the last 30 years consulting in leadership to CEOs, governments, and executive teams around the world. Pia loves making a difference, and she geeks out on team solutions, psychometric tools, and assessment frameworks that helps teams to thrive. Oh, and did I mention, she's an amazing public speaker. Her team actually says that she gives the best rallying cry. No wonder they are all so pumped up and motivated out there. But mostly, she's extremely good at growing businesses by championing the power of teams. So let's find out more. We'll be back with Pia right after this break. Welcome, Pia, to the podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. Oh, it's fantastic. Lovely to be talking to you, Druti, and um, beaming in from the Northern Rivers in Australia, New South Wales. Oh, that's brilliant. I love the background that you have. I know that you live uh, on the countryside, I believe. And, I uh, do. Yeah, and I keep seeing your LinkedIn posts where you have some beautiful animals as well. <laughs> I do, I do. I am oh, learning God. just about much about four-legged friends as I am, about <laughs> human two-legged ones. Yes, and isn't that interesting? Maybe that could be our next conversation. What can we learn from our four-legged friends? Yes, from <laughs> alpacas. What alpacas teach you about leadership? That can be a book in itself. Oh, that would be brilliant as a title. <laughs> <laughs> so, Piao, as our listeners heard, we're going to talk about hybrid workforce. Now, here is an interesting fact, right? Research by Nicholas Bloom of Stanford University suggests that on an average, employees reckon the blend of in-person and remote work is a perk which is equivalent to 8% pay increase. And the biggest oh. attraction, yeah, can you imagine the biggest attraction is, of course, the absence of commute, but here is my favorite one. The other benefits is that the proportion of people wearing a fresh set of clothes dropped by 20 percentage points when they are not going to office. Now, that was a fun fact, which I found very interesting. <laughs> so 
So they're wearing the same T-shirt every day and getting oh, away yeah. with it. Get Laundry bills have dropped significantly, probably. And I think it also saves electricity now because the washer and dryer is not on anymore. So there you go. I guess we are helping mm. planet Earth. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's 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 an interesting one. It's an interesting one. But let's dive into it. Yeah. So how would you define hybrid workforce, Pia? So um, it's. A, I remember using it on a program. I was working with a client, and I used it probably about 24 months ago mm-hmm. and people looked at me a bit a bit strangely and said what does that mean and now <laughs> we use it all the time so that shows you how quick it's the biggest seismic shift and transformation in the way that we work yep and the way that i see it is you see often face to face some of your people some of the time mm-hmm and that's very, you know, that's quite a, a light view of it. But what it means is you don't see some of your people some of the time. So that, that's the flip side of it. And, you know, globally, the stats are saying that, you know, nearly two thirds of us are working either virtually or hybrid um, across the world today. So that is um, a massive shift. Absolutely. In fact, some of the companies have faced challenges like, uh, they don't get to meet people who've onboarded for a very long time. And that can prove to be challenging in terms of culture. And we've read reports around it, right? Because from being antsy to making all the attempts to embrace it, right? We've seen companies experimenting to see what suits them the best, really. And you've worked with leaders, right? Who've managed hybrid workforce. So Pia, you know, based on the conversations that you've had, based on what you've heard, what are some of the not so obvious challenges that leaders are facing? I think that um, I think we've underestimated. Um, mm. We've slightly sleptwalked into hybrid, and we thought that it was all solved um, by a schedule. And mm-hmm. lots of lots of organisations trying to wrestle with, you know, how often do we want people to be in the office? And is it a Monday, Wednesday, yeah. Friday? And that's actually probably looking at it, it from one perspective but it's not the whole thing because it's actually about how do we evolve our human practices Mm -hmm. as we operate and how do we create the connection? And connection is what actually humans are seeking. And we can gain that in a multitude of, of different ways. So the challenge for teams and leaders and today is how to create that connection and we're seeing that in lots of different ways. Um, it's There is no rule book at this point. But what I am seeing worryingly is that some organisations are not putting enough attention and focus on it because they're sidelined by the transactional task yeah, of achieving yeah. business. Mm-hmm, yeah. So what we saw right at the beginning when we were um, – developing or looking at Squadify during the beginning of the pandemic when we were all locked down, we all had a propensity to be transactional and task operated. So if you see these sort of, you know, almost like four quadrants, we were down Mm -hmm. bottom left. And what we forgot about was people and strategic. Mm -hmm. And so our big picture thinking, which is where the creativity comes in, wasn't happening. And we were having... 
very work-based, task-based, workflow-based, outcomes-based conversations. So a key part of hybrid is not the schedule. It's what are you intentional about? And that's what's got to significantly shift. So being intentional about the way we're communicating, the way we're, um, what we're together for. Yep, yep. And why. That's a very, very different way of looking at things. That's true. You know, I think uh, at some point in time, a lot of leaders have come to realize it's not always about the numbers uh, because we're dealing with humans. And when humans are involved, emotions are involved, right? Mm -hmm. And not all situations are the same. You know, there is no level playing field from where we all begin. I think the challenges are different for each person. And I think we need to solve for those individual challenges. Of course, you know, you want to look at the organizational challenges as well. Uh, But for example, like I'm passionate about resilience, right? So I, for me, it always comes to this. So what are we doing uh, to the mental health of the employees, right? Are we are we providing them with enough support um, to, to, you know, to thrive uh, in a hybrid situation? I'm not quite sure of that. I mean, yes, I, I hear of big companies and without naming names, right? They have uh, a Friday where they give a wellness day off or they have a well-being day or they have a wellness fair um, and, and they bring in, you know, therapeutic professionals or yoga instructors yeah. and they make, they, they're making the effort um, and kudos to that, right? But is that enough? Is there something else that we're not considering? I'm not quite sure. And I think um, over a period of time, the data will speak for itself. Uh, But it'll be interesting to see how this evolves. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the things change, but people evolve. Yes. And as they're evolving, that's a bit more painful. Mm -hmm. So I think if we thought we could just revert back to things, as they were, were probably a bit misguided. You know, we carried out in the middle of this year um, a, a mini review with all our current clients, with new clients, and we said, how are you feeling? What's happening? Mm. And the summation of this was two words, disorientation and fragmentation. Oh, gosh. So yeah. hybrid has brought that to us. So the disorientation piece is that we've lost a lot of our rhythms and routines. And yeah. so, yes, we may have you know, a couple of days in the office. But as I said, if you're seeing some people some of the time, how do you create the consistent rhythms and routines that have actually, you know, we all quite like that because when we know the rhythm and routine, we relegate that. We almost like, you know, we're almost asleep as we go on the bus or the train, oh, yeah. but it allows our brain to be thinking about other things. And this is actually, so, so when this disorientation happens, we've lost, um, we don't sometimes have off-sites, we don't know when we're going to see people. We don't know whether we're going to have social events. Um, and certainly coming out of the pandemic, there was a lot of stop, start, stop, start. And that caused people to feel that disorientation. Then the fragmentation is, yes, we like wearing comfy clothes. Yes, we like the fact that we don't have to commute a long distance. Yeah. But our world shrinks. Mm-hmm. And we then feel that we have to use a lot of energy to keep up. Whereas when we were in a common place, we didn't get FOMO as much, to be honest. Whereas sometimes 
that's what can happen. And it's a really tough job for the leader, the team leader, the manager to, to harness their team and to create that degree of clarity across the team. Because quite often there's so much going on that people fall into mini silos of themselves. Absolutely. I, I like that. The mini silos bit that you're talking about, right? And sometimes to just to your point, you know, a pizza party can do it for you. You may be having a really bad day and suddenly somebody would bring in pizza and you're like, all right, yeah, your mood kind of, you know, it changes, something shifts. But when you are at your desk, at your home, but nobody around you, it's just you. And trust me, having gone through that journey, I can tell you, it's not always easy to deal with yourself all the time. Uh, no. Because where are you going to find the energy um, to always tell that it's going to be all right, that things are just going to work out fine, right? Um, and as I said, you know, we are all humans, we have emotions. So how do we deal with that? And there are so many leaders who want to serve. Um, so I'm just curious, you know, from your point of view, how do we make this trend work in our favor? Because we do know that this is not just a fad, maybe it's here to stay. Um, a lot of companies have already announced policies where, you know, they are going to remain hybrid. A lot of startups are posting jobs saying remote work location. So Maybe the percentage may, you know, drop a little bit, but at some point it may plateau and say, okay, yeah, this is what it is. This is what it's going to be like. So how do we make this work in our favor? I think the first thing that we do is, is um, accept that change needs to happen. And hybrid is here. It's predicted to be permanent. Mm -hmm. um, and there may be further sort of evolutions in the way that that, that operates. What, what shifted was that the, the power somewhat shifted from employers to employees. Mm. We were all asked, you know, we were told to come out of the buildings and stay at home. But that mm -hmm. experience created a shift in the way that we see things. And we've just got to utilise that, that, that internal power, but to also realise that there are some things that, that really need to change. So when we, we did a piece of research, London School of Economics, about hybrid, mm -hmm. um, the summation of that was hybrid is hard, which is sort yes. of helpful. We've got, we got all the upside of the flexibility and the freedom, mm. um, but there are some, there's some real challenges. What they found, to answer your question, was that statistically the importance question. So in Squadify, they're answering 37 questions mm -hmm. against all these success factors that create um, teams to be successful. Mm -hmm. And you ask them in two ways, what's important and what's present. And so the important score is how much you rate it. Every single question was rated more important by teams that were in hybrid. So they are seeing okay. that you that's the intentionality. You've got to have good communication skills. You've got to have psychological safety. You've got to have good clarity. And you've got to look at all your rhythms and routines and the way that you operate. You can't just think, hmm, okay, that sort of all happened. We've now moved. Yeah, I don't have everyone in the office all at the same time. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, it's going to it's not going to end well it's yeah. it, it's it's actually a part of it the first in change 
is to stop being in denial and actually to accept what's happened and then go, okay, there's actually probably a whole multitude of slightly different hacks, techniques, ways of seeing things and communicating, particularly with my team, that I can adopt. You're listening to the Shiny Happy People podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platforms. This podcast is sponsored by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner, bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook using the handle at C2COD and get updates on our upcoming episodes. So as you said, the power has shifted from the employer to the employee. Um, And to that, I say, maybe we can strike a balance somewhere and say, okay, all right. So here are the challenges as I see it. And here are the benefits as you see it. Is there a point where we can meet um, and, you Mm. know, make it work for the both of us? It doesn't have to be a you versus a me. It has to be a we. And that's how we succeed as an organization, because otherwise we're looking at individual successes um, and not as a team or as an organization. So I think that really becomes a, a critical point where we stop thinking about, you know, many silos that you were talking about. We get out of that. And here's the thing, the other way, uh, the other thing that I was thinking of as you were uh, speaking about this is that historically speaking, um, whenever there have been massive changes across the world, and I'm talking about a global scale, right, whether it was a world war or another pandemic, uh, people have come out again, you know, and and in back in the day, they're back into the assembly line in the factories, working together, laughing together, having fun together, and you know, cribbing about work in general together. What has happened with digitization is that it has made it much more easier, right? Um, so of course, um, as you were pointing out, right, the need for connectedness is more. We are observing a lot of fragmentation as well. Uh, and we just need to bring all of these different elements together, which are right now like scattered uh, all over the place and, and see how we can work towards making hybrid, uh, maybe not a status quo, but as a great option to have as we work together, right? Um, so having said that, you know, and, and I know with Squadify, you've gotten introduced to a lot of different teams. Uh, what are some of the signs that indicate that a hybrid work for, workforce is not really working for your team? Uh, have you observed anything like that? Besides, of course, what we've already spoken about, is there any other sign? Absolutely. So the signs we're seeing as outcomes, and, and, and we're hearing a lot about them uh, across the airwaves, mm-hmm. is attrition. So people are, are not feeling that they mm. need to stay in their job. Burnout uh, oh, yeah. is a key element. Mental health issues is is another element, mm-hmm. um, and um, and deadlines, um, extending resources being really pressurised in the face of increasing pressure to deliver. So the economic headwinds are probably a challenge too at this point. And you mentioned, uh, and I thought that was really interesting. This is a real we not me moment. So we've been, I think, probably fragmented more than we realize. Yeah. And we've become quite individualistic around our own objectives. There's nothing wrong with that unless we can hold two different perspectives. 
How do we achieve what we are accountable for? And how do we achieve something that is greater than the sum of our parts? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we see in the hybrid world. You might have individual rock stars on a team, yes, but you don't have a rock star team. Yeah, yeah. They don't create that. So you, ha- you have that individual brilliance, but it doesn't, it doesn't gel. So teams that, have, that are really thriving this have focused down on strong personal connections. Okay. And we've taken this, we've taken this for granted. So what was interesting was there's 37 questions. The importance of strong personal connections was rated number 33 out of 37. Mm-hmm. So not very high, okay. which was really odd because mm-hmm. – Pretty much at the beginning of most of my work with teams, people talked about, you know, we want to feel more connected, and but we don't want strong personal connections. Mm. So when you actually unpick this, it's because people think strong personal connections is being friends with their work colleagues. Mm-hmm. And that's not what it is. So for a leader, for team members, we need that. It's part of our DNA. We need connection. But what we need to do is like being intentional about why we're coming into work. We need to define what strong personal, what even what personal connections are and that why works. they're important for that team. They're going to be very different, you know, for a, you know, <clears throat> for a, a team of commandos than a marketing team, you know, than a nursing team. They're going mm. to need different needs. We're in context but we don't have that conversation. And what we're seeing is that is that's the most unsaid conversation that everyone wants to have, <laughs> but is afraid to have. Yeah. So this is gold. This is really gold to just define that. What does that look like for, for us as a team? You know, is it about having your back? Is it about having, you know, bringing a bit of joy into the conversations we're at? Is it about asking good questions? We ask sometimes very superficial questions and then we feel frustrated that mm-hmm. we have a superficial relationship. Yeah. The quality of the conversation, the quality of the, of the questions determine the quality of the conversation. So ask better questions, be curious and be interested mm-hmm. and define what those connections need to be. And then you'll find that the degree of authenticity increases uh, it, you know it's not a kumbaya we're not lighting the joysticks here and oh, sort yeah. of you know <laughs> yes. swaying in the breeze uh-huh. it's not that at all but yeah. um sometimes you know i was working with the team and they were on a mission critical project they were um behind they were all under pressure and one of the team members was really pretty hounding mm-hmm. one of the other team members for some data. Mm-hmm. What he didn't realize was that she was actually calling from the hospital because her child was really sick. Oh, my goodness. And so there you have. And, had, and then that person couldn't say where she was mm-hmm. for the fear of letting them down or it felt awkward. or So when they debriefed, there was a you know, real light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. One didn't ask, one didn't tell. And, and at the end of the day, you know, at seven, eight o'clock at night, you know, you're, you're putting all the emphasis, that's the most important thing. 
which it, it is important, but we have a broader life. How, yeah. how do we want to support people? Exactly. How do we want to support people in the other the, the other parts, the holistic part of their life? It doesn't mean that you're out there having barbecues at their house and being friends. Yeah. But how do you pay respect to that? How do you exactly. respect that and support that? And what does that look like? And it'll all be different. So true. And I'll tell you, um, and for our listeners, I'm putting air quotes over here. How's the weather? My favorite question. I mean, okay, it cannot get more fake than that. It cannot be more superficial than that, right? No, you want to really get to know your people, be genuine. And I think one of the qualities which I'm hearing from what you just shared is that leaders need to be a little bit more brave and bold in terms of what they are trying out with their teams to stay connected, to, to stay at a human level. Because I think, and, and I'm happy to share this, that most of the leaders and entrepreneurs that I've been having my conversations with are at that position right now where they're reaching out, where they're reaching out, where they are saying out, out loud that, okay, we want to support our team. What is it that you need from us? You know, what is it that I can help you with? Right. And, but be genuine. I think that's the most important. Be authentic. Be And I know these are, you know, keywords being splashed all over social media right now. But I think it's just taking that journey within, figuring out what are you really good at and go with it, right? Don't try to be um, a Satya Nadella or anybody else who, who talks about empathy. No, see what works for you and go with that because we're not all the same. So if you're trying to fake it too much, it, it's not going to really work out for no. you in the long term. It's not. No, that, no they, they, they're faking it doesn't d- d- really doesn't build a good authentic relationship. No. Um, and I think your point's a really, really great one because the change starts with you. So yeah. it's you as a leader to realise situation's changed. I have a different workforce. We're going to have different needs yeah. and more and different is required of me. So and how comfortable do I feel? Am I do I feel um, comfortable to share sometimes mm-hmm. the ways that I feel? Do I feel that what are the quality of my questions? Yeah. Do I do I display that I really am interested in the answers? Mm-hmm. You know, and do I am am I'm more interested in the outputs and not the humans? Yeah. So there's probably a little bit of of personal introspection, reflection on the way that you are, and some intentional shifts in the way that you then see your practice of leadership. Because you're about creating these conditions for people to be successful, and they've radically changed. It's not Mm -hmm. going to be sold by a schedule. It's going to be sold by really great leadership that has compassion, curiosity, and courage. Absolutely. To really embrace and and um you know we haven't had the rule book written for us so we really are <laughs> all the the authors of it which is exciting. It is. We we're can... writing one today. <laughs> we're writing one. That's it. Now. <laughs> it's that's it. Every day it's like a journal, but we're writing it every day. Exactly. So Pia, you know, as people who are passionate about enabling high-performing teams, you know, what is our role? Like how. How do we support companies and leaders to ensure that they succeed, right? Because one part that we were talking about is the self-awareness bit. And the second one is, if you do become aware that you're lacking somewhere, seek help. I mean, that's okay. You know, it, it's yeah. okay to reach out and ask for help. So how do you think that, you know, what, 
what work are you into right now that will help and support leaders? <clears throat> so uh, we, I mean, you know, as you know, we, we've been passionately growing Squadify, mm -hmm. which is yes. a technology platform that helps leaders and their teams to connect, evolve and thrive in, in, a, in a new way of working. Yeah. And the, the power of that is almost in the simplicity of it. So we've got a tech platform that mm -hmm. enables you to assess and track and develop together mm -hmm. to adjust. You know, it's a little bit like if you and I went to the moon, we would not have one single pathway that would take us. We'd have to keep getting feedback and, yep. and adjust. Yep. This is this is the same, this is the mm -hmm. same situation. And the power of the team is that they author their own success in that mm -hmm. and that they contribute to that. So when a team gets continuous feedback, they're getting the, the voices, the thoughts, they're getting mm -hmm. all that contribution. And that increases. We know through self-determination theory, which is what we based a lot of Squadify on, that when people feel empowered and count accountable mm -hmm. and can see their capability growing, Yep. They're fully engaged. Motivation increases. And, you know, as we know from the neurological perspective, that's going to make us feel happier, engaged and, you know, and involved. So they're all the positive, positive sides of things. Yeah. It's so like bring out the dopamine, you know, <laughs> it's like a dopamine it. release makes you feel motivated. So, yeah. So um, having that conversation and using that data, hmm enables a human experience but you're able to track it yeah and what it does too which you know is i think a shift in that 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 hybrid is creating for us it's not all on the leader's shoulders so yeah. typically we've thought there's a problem i'm the leader and everyone looks Ooh, come up with the answer mm-hmm we're in a bit of more of a shared economy here now. And mm -hmm. I think that we can really open up much greater opportunities for learning, for innovation and contribution. And mm -hmm. so the leader is an architect of that, again, through the way that they ask questions, the degree of psychological safety that they create yep. inside their team to feel that their opinion is valued and included mm -hmm. um, and and actually that that level of being able to really be able to have the strong personal connections and also have a level of conversation that doesn't just feel nice mm -hmm. but we break through it and we feel safe enough to be able to really talk about some of the gritty stuff yep binds binds us together and squatifying encapsulates that the whole process is about bringing the human and tracking it through data mm -hmm. analytics but in a way that the team charts its own success exactly and i think um, as they do that they will take more ownership um, for the decisions that they make right it's not something that's being told to you it's something that i have decided i need to do or we have decided as a team that we need to do so i think that makes tremendous difference in that sense. Based on everything that we've discussed, you know, in terms of 
the role of leaders, the role of team members, and how um, a beautiful tech platform like Squadify can bring everything together for the teams to help them become high-performing teams and also teams that have increased connectedness. What do you think is your final take on the hybrid workforce? You know, what, what do you think the future looks like for hybrid? Well, I think, I think, I think, Juicy, there's three things that are here. Mm-hmm. Hybrid is here. Mm -hmm. Um, the expectation for high performance is still here Mm -hmm. and the challenges that face us either economically or socially or from a health perspective are also here. So there's a higher degree of what is called precarity. Mm -hmm. You know, that sense of um, there's a, there's a, a vast degree of change in the in the environment some of that is going to affect me personally mm-hmm. um, and a threat sometimes to my own economic stability so mm-hmm. those things create quite an intense environment hybrid is a way to bring some flexibility to attract talent from yes. anywhere mm-hmm. um, and is a way to be creative and innovative What we also have as a parallel stream is an array of actually pretty exciting technology. And how do we become intentional about the channels and platforms that we use for different outcomes? So those three things, we're going to be in a, always in a, you know, it's it's not, it's never going to be put our feet up on the desk and it's all going to get really easy. That's Uh not going to happen. You know, and we're not going to have our, our, Business is not going to go. Oh no, it's right. We're all taking all taking a little break now, and we don't need to work as hard. That's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. hybrid won't won't change either. We will have some form of hybrid probably for many many years. So be intentional about your leadership. Be intentional about the conditions that you create mm-hmm. and what you need to do to bring people together to actually really own this space and to maximize it seeing seeing um, the challenges as opportunities seeing your people as a fantastic asset Mm -hmm. and really honing on your communication skills Mm -hmm. to make that to make that work and of course you know i being using technology like squadify to be able to get that data to have an an informed conversation absolutely Absolutely. And in fact, you know, it's about remaining open minded because I personally feel like hybrid is a great opportunity that we have um, in order to, you know, do more, better together. Right. And if we harness the technology in the right way, and I'm super excited about this, right, because with the whole metaverse um, and, and artificial intelligence and the stuff that it can do for us, I think the opportunities are limitless in that sense. Uh, But what we shouldn't forget is the very real emotions that we have as humans and always bring this point back because rather than treating each other as resources or, or, you know, as means of getting things done, I think let's bring in more compassion into the workplace as well. Um, and I think that will that will make all the difference and that will make hybrid easier, right? And that's yes. it. So totally agree with you. 
and um, you know, and I think it's exciting. It's what we make of it now. It's what yeah. we make of it. Yeah, yeah. Just be a little bit more aware of where we are going with it. That's it. Be mindful of that's right. You know, the path that we're choosing in that sense. Yeah, great. Thank you so much, Pia. Thank you for coming and joining oh, us. Thank <laughs> you so much for inviting me. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you this afternoon. Absolutely. And we hope to have you back soon. Uh, can't wait. I'd love to be back. Thank you so much, Pia. Bye-bye. Thank you. Wow. I really enjoyed talking to Pia about how we can make our hybrid workforce future ready. Because... Whether we like it or not, it is coming. It's here already. And I know a lot of leaders like you are pumped up to see what it can bring for us in the future. If you would like to know a little bit more about Squadify, that awesome platform that I was talking about and that PR actually shined a little bit of light on, uh, feel free to refer to the show notes below. There's more detail there. And if you want to learn even more, you can visit their website, squadify.net. So I really hope that you all enjoyed listening to that and would love to hear your thoughts, any inputs or even any questions that you want to ask Pia or us, do write to us at podcast at c2cod.com. I'll repeat that. It is podcast at c2cod.com. And let us know what you like or maybe did not like. What would you like to listen to again? Write to us and we'll be sure to act upon it. Lovely to be back with you folks again. This is fun. And don't worry, you will have your host, Vinay, back on the next episode. For now, this is Ruthie Shah signing off. Stay happy. Stay shiny, people.